that science, by definition, allows for more than one opinion, otherwise you merely have the will of one man, which is the basis of cult. If it's not in the frame, it doesn't exist. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I am usually... Where you been? Drunk. Wendy? <laughs> Darling? Light of my life. Oh! What is your one purpose in life? To explode, of course. I like death with sex. How about you, Casey? You like sex with death? Yeah, so fuck up and die. No, you wish you had Thanos' chin, <laughs> dude. Shit. Thanos yeah, has I got, got just, like the, I, I don't the, even well the fat muscle, the fat weird part of it. I'm not like a Thanos <laughs> like simp or anything, but like, and I don't I even don't. like Marvel. But man, you wish you had his big sexy dimpled chin. I mean, it, it is yeah, he does it's, have that. It's like, Josh Brolin, but like it's Brolin. Thank yeah. you. I was like, I know, I know who I can picture him. He's like no country. So I was like, who the fuck is his name? Well, so Thanos yeah. is some. His chin's way on another level. They had to have a whole department CG develop his Build chin, it, dude. Because it's, it's got, like, no. craters in it, too, but it's somehow... I've got sad. it, baby. <laughs> uh, I've got the so, Thanos. So this is the Golden Cinema Knowledge Podcast. Uh, that's uh, Jordan, Thanos, Chin Howard over there. Yeah, and baby. I have... What kind of chin I have? I don't know. I have a, I have a weak, fat chin. Yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> trying dude, to hide chiseled. with my stubble. No, you're getting chiseled, baby. Yeah, I know, yeah. The beard, the beard a, really does give Jack you a jawline. I have a Jack Black chin, if anything. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, classic, with the, Especially with the beard and the gray coming in now. Uh, That's, yeah. Just give me, give me, like, two short ears, and I'll just be exactly like that. <laughs> anyway. Guy, well, dude, but he's he's looking so good now. Oh, no, he's a... That with his, like, beard, and he's like, he's a fucking, Kyle, dude. He's a Kevin national Kyle treasure, Gass. dude. They are national <laughs> so treasures. Cool. They're so beautiful, they're dude. The I love, they're, such, they're such fat dads. It's I actually so watched uh, uh, School Rock again the other day. God damn. <laughs> oh, I, I yeah. haven't watched it since Classic. high school because, remember, we had to, like, edit. That, like, uh, that was, like, the only movie on the server, so I'd watched it, like, so many fucking times, and so I, like, put it off watching it, but I, <laughs> I always forget Linklater did yeah. it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it's great. <laughs> this is, this is not we, the movie we're no. talking about today. We're, we're, we're just trying. We to, we're just trying to fill time because um, I, I know. So, yeah. Whoops. So we are. We, kinda, we yeah. mentioned this last episode. So we're doing documentaries this month. We're right in the heat of it. Um, and I mentioned in the previous episode, documentaries are hard because it's. I feel like they're harder to talk about because with regular narrative film, you have so many aspects. You there's the acting, the cinematography, the like score, and like the writing, the directing, and it's like documentaries have a lot of this. You know, they have the soundtrack and, like, the way it's shot and everything, but it's more always 100%, you know, focused on, like, what the story being told is. And so it's harder for me to chew on. And uh, this one might be a little bit easier, but this this week we watched the, is it 2012, one yeah. best well, documentary. Yeah. 2012 was That's, when it was released. When- when it was released, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. it was a huge. It took him. Years yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. But that's, but that's how I think that's kind of the caveat of just documentaries, period. 
Yeah. It's like no no one ever says like I'm going to make a documentary and then they pitch it and then it's made in like 6 months like a normal movie. Now, it's like, I'm going like... to do the best documentaries. <laughs> yeah, I want to be yeah. ones that are like this is just filmed over a weekend. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> just <laughs> yeah, like right, an insane right. like Project X if it was a documentary. Uh, right, 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 yeah. No, we didn't watch Project X Jordan. We watched <laughs> okay. I hope yeah, you're, searching, you're getting mad at yourself for Sugarman. Just... Okay. Sugarman. Yes, it's called searching It's called searching for searching Sugarman. For Sugarman. Sugarman. Uh, Sugarman Cubes. Sugarman. He uh, is a very interesting human being, and I will give you the rundown real quick because yeah. it's for those my... of you who have not watched this documentary, what's what's the story? What's who is Sugarman, so, and what is the searching for him all about? But it's actually kind of fun because this fun. this documentary uh, is probably the 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 best documentary we've watched. This month, it's my favorite. Not, not my, not my favorite. Yeah, I know. Personally. I know you liked Paris's. Uh, I know you liked right. uh, Enron the most, but yeah, yeah, Enron, <laughs> yeah, of course. But, but yeah. So it's like, it's like, but I, I think this is like, this is the strongest documentary we've watched. It, it it's perfect. It like it's the very concise. The pacing is really good. And like, and it, it, it's it on gives brand. Its thesis. The music is right. all about oh. him, which I appreciated. Yeah, music, yeah. that it wasn't like yeah. other artists. No, right, right, right. And they really like. It's cool because they 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 introduce the movie as this like huge mystery, this yeah. man of mystery, and so the whole time I'm like, oh, I was I was hooked, dude. The first yeah, like same. the first I like right it. before the credits rolled, I was like, oh damn, what's this gonna be about? This is cool. I'm excited to you know hear about this like artist that you know doesn't exist, and I've never he like should have been essentially right up there with Bob Dylan, like he should have been in that. You know, I'm like I'm from the documentary. They interviewed me, but uh, it is. Yeah, I remember. That. I cool. thought it was weird. See, I was. Yeah, but no, it uh, it was really nice to to have the beginning of this hook me, and then to get it flushed out, and to have it just be like a nice resolution. It was it was a perfect. Now it left a very pleasant taste in my mouth, yeah. uh, and so I think after watching it, I gave it such a high rating because even though I feel like it's memorable, but it didn't like stick with me in the way some other things like it was very positive, like it ended on a right. very positive note, and it's just like it wrapped. It all up mostly. I only have a couple questions about like loose ends, but sure. I think it's just because it's a developing story. Like, well, who, and, like well, who was making all the money? Like, that's where I'm like, where was no, all the money going? That was oh my god, that was number one thing in my notes. Was like, <laughs> so did he get any money for this? Because I read that I, will, I had to look it up because I'm like, now oh, he is. You can you can teach me because I want to know because I didn't I didn't have time to look it up. I anyways I posted a documentary, the making of this movie to our Reddit. Uh, our subreddit r slash cold assumed knowledge and uh it explains a lot about the making of and the struggle that they went through but not really what happened after this movie and so i'm like we're we're what we're like 10 10 years years. yeah yeah away from away from like this he's like uh rodriguez he's like 80 now and and he's still kicking he just won from what i saw he just won last year the court case to start actually getting royalties for his shit Oh shit! Okay, thank you. Because oh he wasn't, God, that's wild. and it wasn't even like a winning a court case against someone. It was just like getting yeah. all his paperwork, like and getting everything figured out to like. So it's like, okay, I should be getting some of the rights for this, and ho- hopefully, <laughs> I don't know if he's getting back pay or anything. But I would ho- I now. Would hope I mean, so. on Spotify, there's like millions of uh, millions of listens now. So hopefully, he's at least getting a chunk of that. As an 80-year-old man, apparently it's enough for him to retire from his construction job, thank God. 
Thank God! Oh no! America, dude, you've done it again. He's Holy eighty shit. He's an that's year a, old fucking that is cultural not a, icon, that's, and he's like, uh, that I can finally tragic. retire from my construction job. Oh my god, we're hey. never, we're never retiring. This is, oh. this is Mary phenomenal. Shit. My wife says shit to me yeah. about like putting putting away money to, for retirement. I said, you are delusional. Um, yeah. Any, anyway, anyway, what is this movie about? But that's, but that's my fantastic. mom is so, listening and is like Rodriguez. What? what? Rodriguez, <laughs> yes. So, uh, oh wow. Well, I didn't do my homework because I'm a I'm a bad boy. But uh, he's a bad. Boy, we'll just boy. call we'll just call him Rodriguez because it's like I do not know how to how do you say his first name? I don't remember. It starts with an it's S. S S I X T O. Oh, bud. <laughs> wow. We can, I think okay. he's a, he's like Cher. It, you can just stick with Rodriguez. That's it's what Rodriguez. everyone knew him Well, right. Yeah, everyone call him Rodriguez. That's his. If you're feeling froggy, you can call him Sugar Man. <clears throat> or, yeah, we'll call him Sugar Man. Or you can call him Jesus, Jesus Rodriguez. That yeah. was pretty fun. Because uh, he goes by a lot of different. Rodriguez is just it's first but, and last, baby. That's all you need. That's yeah, probably all that's right. on his driver's license. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He doesn't have a driver's license. He just walks. <laughs> he walks. Everywhere. He walks to the construction. He, he walks to the construction. He site. can't afford a car. Did you? Did you see him? He's just. He's a phantom, dude. He wears that black cloak and just walks everywhere. He. Uh, he's okay. the, I feel like I have a guy that walks just on my street. And I'm like, he's a cultural icon somewhere. He could be. That's what's so fantastic. That's that. That is like the, it's the magic ending. of this. It is. Isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's what you're left with is right. you. Your big break will come at any time in your life. So sorry, this movie, I didn't smoke weed today, searching. so I'm like unhinged. I, yeah, you're able. Yeah, you're I able, can't focus. Able to keep it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's true. You can't focus, but you just want to keep getting your words out. You know, All right, your tangents. All right, let us start from the beginning of this movie. It's called Search for Sugar Man. Search. Oh, uh, you already it. searching for it, Sugar Man. Oh yeah, whatever. Searching for Sugar Man. <laughs> Looking the, for Sugar Man. The like the cover title just is sugar man so i really thought it was sugar man for a long time anyways uh this movie is directed by malik bendeolo something like that my my apologies we once again we always we always ruin everything it's his only movie he made so we never have to worry about oh uh, great thank you saying his we never have to worry about saying his name again in the future by watching another one of his films yeah uh anyways this is a movie that uh starts in south africa and it focuses on a record store owner who his name's Stefan, you know, and they call him it's Seegerman, but people call him Sugarman. And he liked that. He liked that comparison because he's a really big fan of this artist named Rodriguez. And Rodriguez is a 1960s, like late 1960s, early 1970s folk singer who did a lot of acoustics. Uh, backed with like his really his, his voice is really beautiful and it's really distinct. Yeah. Um, and he writes he writes simple songs, and they were they were like it was a bootleg album that made it to South Africa, and then got like pirated and and moved around and like you know played by different people turned into a cassette turned into CD and it just kind of like it was this underground musician. That became really popular. But it became like, so mainstream they were it, selling it regular in record stores, which is what's right. wild to me. Right. That it became it, so that mainstream. It got to that, that level people, that, that nobody questioned it because it seemed they, so normal, like it was on the shelves right. next to Elvis Well, there were like shit. there were people yeah, there were people buying it in stores, playing it on the radio, like doing covers of it, karaoke stuff. Shit like everyone was like really entrenched. And I was like trying to think of like 
I can't think of anything else like this. That's what's so fantastic yeah, about this. That's what's really like, unique and cool. It's like it. it's yeah, well, it's so cool. And there's a brief history lesson of uh, early. Yeah, the, they, they talk about the part. Well, they they, they insinuate that like Rodriguez was so important to the cultural. Uh, revolution yeah. that kind of was happening in South America at the time, which I also think is an extra or, level. No, uh, in South Africa. <laughs> what did I say? Yeah, you said South America. But anyway, oh, uh, yeah, South Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. South so, Africa. Yeah. So in South Africa, there was apartheid back in like, you know, the 70s, I guess. And so they, uh, they uh, used this, they used a lot of his songs as like political fight songs and using them as just like, you know, the counterculture songs of the time mm-hmm. because of like the segregation and all the racism and all that shit that happened. And, uh, they definitely like, you know, used him as kind of a banner and like, uh, you know, somebody to march with. And, uh, it, it like got into that guy, Stefan, like it got into his ear so much that he wanted to find out who Rodriguez was. It's like, they go through the whole documentary. The first like hour of it is them just talking about all they have to go off of is like, what they've what like bootlegs they've gotten from people and because there was such a like south africa had such a um censor such a harsh censorship cens- oh my god yeah, censorship Censor- and it's very isolation laws. With the yeah yes exactly so you, they weren't getting a lot of like american things they weren't getting a lot of like foreign things period and so it was really hard to get this stuff so all they had was like the vinyl to go off of photos of him on the vinyl and some of the cassettes and like and then the the dude, because it, it pretty much, the main character is, like, Stefan, really. He, like, he kind of, he's the one that has, like, he's the, has the most interest. And he's been looking for Sugar Man since the 90s. Mm-hmm. And then you find out in the documentary later that, like, he found him in the 90s. He found Rodriguez and, like, found out that Rodriguez was still alive because that was such a huge mythos behind him was that this... This folk artist was like he he died a hero essentially, or not even a hero. He died like an enigma where like this he, went, martyr, he went on stage this, like, and crazy, like yeah, martyr, yeah. great. And he like like some of the some of the stories were like he burned himself alive on stage, or he like committed suicide on stage while he was playing. And like some people were saying like he had a lot of huge commercial success and he couldn't handle it in America, so he killed himself, or he had very little success. It was like there were so many like rumors. Yeah, just, like, like it was like he, you know he's a real him. artist and people didn't and, understand his music, so right. he like killed himself because it was all right, like right. about money and it's like just like crazy yeah, how like, like those like mythos build up, you know. Yeah, it's cool, dude. Like how Stefan went into his went into his lyrics and was like, "All right, I'm gonna be able to like find who he is through his lyrics." Like, cause he like in some of his lyrics he says like, "I whatever." I can't remember some any of them, but he just basically it's like, "I met somebody on the street in like you know this city," and he's like, "Oh, this city," and he's like trying to find it, and he's like looking on That's an atlas, cool. like a, just a paper atlas and stuff. And it's so like an like investigation some... documentary for a good chunk of it, but it's like, right. It really is, yeah. Uh, and then. Cool. And then it's cool because he makes a he makes like a website in the eight in the nineties, uh, the later nineties, and like uh, his Rodriguez's actual daughter finds out about it and sees it online, and boom, like sends an email and is like, "Hey, dude, that's like that's my dad. He's alive. This this human being exists." And so they were like, "Oh shit!" And they were able to like arrange for him to come out. And it's so cool because Rodriguez, like, this is an hour into the documentary, and you find out that Rodriguez is like a fucking hermit. Dude, that just like he works and he just lives at home, and I'm that was kind of the one thing. The my like my my the thing that I was very upset about this movie. My critique of this film 
is I kind of wish, I mean, I'm glad that we didn't because it's like, it's cool, the mythos behind it. And he's just, he is like, he is such a like mysterious character. Even the way he talks now, he's just like quiet yeah. and humble uh-huh. and like kind yeah. of vague. Yeah. Like he and is he, a shat, he's a phantom, dude. He's still a phantom. But I think he, but I think he has, I think he has like the, because he, because he gets found out and he goes to South Africa and he puts on a show and he's really modest on stage still yeah. even. But you can tell it's like you can tell he's like energized by it. And well, they're loves, saying like, like he was always like, like that's music. who he's always meant to be, and he's like being his real self. Right, right. Uh, but that's what great. It's like the culminates but, in that is is the best. Like <laughs> the climax yeah. when they like finally like they're like come out to come tour in in South Africa, um, yeah. not America, and uh, you know come tour and you know, come see that you're actually are famous here. Uh, you know, he's like, right. oh, and he sells out. He's, he plays like five nights and he sells out like a, you know, whatever, like 20,000 stage, you know, concert hall. And he like sells out and people are like singing along to his music and stuff. And it's like Same. this whole, like, it's just, it's so wild to think like this dude's like in his sixties, just finding out that like, Hey, or, you know, or yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Sixties, fifties. Yeah. And it's like, he's just finding out that like, there's a whole, like, there's a whole, like, you know, like state that listens to you generations you know know, they yeah there's generations of people you're like you're huge you are you are a rock star like they they were even saying like he's like bigger than elvis yeah the kids yeah yeah they say like uh supposedly outsole elvis and like everyone else there and uh they're even interviewing that guy um i don't know if it was like one of his construction worker co-workers or like a guy from the bar that knew him back in the day but he's like there are children that like grew up on these songs, like you know they've been around for years. It's like so ingrained. Like we would be in, like, you know, I didn't like grow up with like, <laughs> obviously we're far too young for like uh, Bob Dylan and stuff. But it's just like that kind of like cultural throughway. But they're just wild to think that it's just like he's telling his construction buddy like, oh yeah, I'm actually pretty famous apparently in this other country. <laughs> and then he went out there and they're like, no, I don't believe it. Right, uh, dude. Yeah. It's it's so wild. Like I can't even. Like that's the whole thing. Like and then like and then the documentary just ends on a happy note where it's like he's just living his life and now he has the recognition and now it's like they didn't they don't really tie anything up necessarily. It's just kind of like he you know he is he is living and he he was a legend and he like you know finally got the recognition he deserves. Yeah, and it he, he seems now, nice that he's like, like come to terms that it's like. He doesn't. He's definitely not the kind of person that seems like bitter about like, oh, that could have. Because they even ask no. him like, had right. you known about this, this obviously could have been a life changing information, and like you could have been like rich and like famous. And he's just like, nah, man, I'm just happy that you know. It's like people like the music, right. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, and I, yeah, I think he just yeah, I think he was in the scene. But I think I think what's crazy, I wish so the documentary it just kind of like it yada 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 is over like the like what is that. 15 years from like when he goes on the tour in South Africa to like 2012 when the movie's made. Yeah, it's I feel like, like kind they of must like have they, just filmed it, but they, like nothing has <laughs> happened in the last 10 years. They're like, okay, well, well mystery solved. Well, yeah. Right. Like, did he just go on that tour? And then like, he just, I mean, I mean he must've just moved back to Detroit and then had his yeah. life, which wasn't that it's significant to like the, the motivation of the plot of this documentary. Yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't fit the narrative very well of like, him being mysterious and stuff because it's like it's, it seems like he had another wife and he like left her or something and then he has kids he has like there a was there was a bit that about so, like his uh it was like his daughter or his granddaughter or someone like married someone yeah. that they met you know, on tour in, and yeah in, in south rides, africa so. and they have a kid there so it's like 
that's yeah. like the coming together kind of in a way. Uh, which is, that's yeah. like the most kind of epilogue we get because he just kind of just goes went back to his life, which is like sort of bittersweet, you know. Or it's right. like he just go he just goes back. It's like ends, and he's just like you know he's just walking to work in the snow. Right. I know. Whatever, it is, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. just and that like, really was. It's cool because that like is him though. That's what I mean. Like he yeah. like literally does walk everywhere. People like say like oh yeah they would see him walking around all the time and like he's got a very distinctive walk. I like it. It's like it's cool to the way this this way this documentary was shot is really cinematic. It was like oh shot yeah really well. no I really liked the the structure and the you yeah. know like the way that it I thought it was very well edited and put together. But uh. If you if you would like, I think the I posted that documentary or the the it's a making of. Yeah, I want to watch that. Yourself, right? I, you just watch posted it, it, it right before we came recording. I was like, oh, <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. Uh, it like it's it's a nice it's a nice like insight into the tour of the movie. So the movie took the movie took he he says in the the documentary that I'm making of he says it took a thousand days to make, which is kind of a fun way to say it. I like that, but. Took him a few years, you know, and so, uh, but he he got it because he's like he was a journalist going around, like he was going through like Europe and South America, and he ended up in South Africa, just looking for interesting stories to write about. That's that's why the, it must have came out so late because right. it's like you would think, yeah, if this was made in the late '90s when it was all like coming about. Uh, would have been, you know, it would have been a different movie, but it like with the heat of it. But like the people involved, they're not documentarians, so no, that makes that right. makes sense that he's just like, holy shit, I've never heard of this. This is an amazing story. I need to like make a documentary about it and then go back, yeah, on it. And that's yeah, which is great because yeah, honestly, would... none of this would happen in the internet age. And it's like even finding him and stuff. It's like the sleuthing and all the long distance phone calls and letters and the start of the internet. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what's really cool. It's like because like, back in the day, the start of the internet was like you were literally just like I mean now you're just screaming into the void. But back then it was even more like there were now there's billions of people using the internet. But yeah. back then there was only like thousands or yeah you know, yeah. Millions. It's, it's like, like literally you got to find your niche forums and shit. And uh, I like that they had like the missing milk carton uh-huh, with him yeah. on it. Like, have you seen this was, man? You know, <laughs> that was yeah, that was yeah, creative. But uh, the, the the documentary the making of. It really does like so for this movie when it got made and like it's so cool because it's like this movie was a passion project and made for like nothing. How I, when I thought about it, like most documentaries are like that. You don't. It's hard to make a documentary with like a studio backing it. Like you don't later for distribution and probably for because like this movie, a lot of like the editing was done because he never edited anything, and so he just like he started just shooting stuff, you know, and then. He compiled a rough edit, but it's like he had to teach himself and stuff. And this was all like, this was just him learning how to do all of this, you know? And he was kind of doing this like in his free time and stuff. And so it like, that's why I feel like a lot of documentaries are like that, where it's like you can tell a lot of effort is put into it. And it's, it's impressive. And it kind of, it like, it really reflects on watching like a Netflix documentary or something where it's like, you know that was actually probably produced, which right. is so interesting. Well, like, that, that's what I like think a is subject a subject matter that's produced. Exactly. That's what I think is an interesting about this movie and how it makes a lot of sense the way you say he like went after the fact because it's like this movie was telling the story of a previous investigation, like them investigating it in the 90s, and this movie was telling like them describing it, them doing the archives, whereas like a lot of other documentaries were like, 
they are doing the investigating themselves. Themselves, right. Uh, to yeah. figure it out. So this one's, uh, I think it's interesting because it's like, it's got the hook, the like mystery and the hook. And I kind of wish I didn't know that he was alive because it's like the whole time I'm like, is he dead? Because they oh, don't show you. Wait, but did you did you know? I knew because you, he's, he's you all him. over the promotional material. Like there's a picture on the poster that's him in modern day. Oh yeah, I <laughs> and guess so. You're I'm right. like, yeah. I'm like, I know he's alive. I didn't even, I didn't watch the trailer or anything, but he's all over the promotional material, and I'm like, well, I didn't even, I don't know, I didn't even, I didn't put it together because I guess, I guess the the poster that I've seen is that orange one that says Sugar Man on it, and it's like that's the only poster I've seen, and he doesn't, he gives nothing away for being, yeah, that one's kind of vague. Yeah, uh, so but uh, I, I went into it not knowing, and so it really was that was perfect. It like so yeah. I so was. I was like, I was mystified, and I was so, I was so engaged like the whole time. Like, that, like right at the beginning, I was like, "Is he alive?" I didn't know for sure because the more it went on, the more I was like, "Is he?" But you know, because yeah, like, well, and maybe, maybe he was alive, and then he died during this documentary. Because sometimes that they do that, you know. <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. You know like, what I mean? Like they were gonna find out that like he just died, or they barely, you know. Yeah. Uh, something like that, but yeah, it's uh it's cool because yeah, he's still he's old, he's an old man kicking. Just uh, hanging out in his his house that he's lived in for like sixty years in Detroit. I know, yeah, which is so like cool. something about that. I don't know what it is. It's like just Dude, he yeah. is, he's an enigma. Well, and it's like it's kind of cool because like even just his life, it'd be cool to like. I mean, he's really he really didn't want to do like any of the interviews or anything like that. So like what they got from him is you like can tell amazing. he's kind of like shy. Like, that, yeah, just which let, I'm like, just let my yeah. music speak for myself, and it's like. It'd right. be one thing if he had, you know, 30 years of being a celebrity behind him. But it's yeah. like, all of a sudden, I mean, like, obviously the last 10 years have it, since the documentary was made, he knew about it. But even then, he probably was still, like, fairly, I don't know, he could flip it yeah, on and I mean, play what, his music. Well, but he's not, like, he's not, like, crowd surfing right. or anything, you know? And I and I, <laughs> I wonder I wonder if he tried, like, I wonder if people approached him saying, like, do you have anything new? Do you have anything you want to, like, you know, you want to, you're like. I record and I, and I get bet something he, else going again I bet he does and I wonder if he just just stuff that he wants to play though, yeah that's the thing I bet what I, do you mean? I bet he want I bet he still because he says he still plays guitar and I bet he still like makes up songs but he's yeah, like right of course he he seems like the kind of person that's like he at some point in the 30 years uh was like that's behind me that's my past I'm not a I'm not like a, that kind of musician it, anymore yeah. so I feel like probably someone was like yeah now, now that you know, like, do you want to you want to make a new album or something? And he's just like, no, that's that's you know that's not who I am anymore. Like, right. I'm still a musician, but I'm not like a, uh, you know, I'm not like a recording artist or whatever. You know, right? Well, I don't know, man. We we're speculating. Who knows? You know, who knows? Out there, I am speculating just based on yeah. like my read on the but guy. His, you know? And his vibe, yeah, right. Yeah. His total like how he just I, that's what come. I'm like, it's weird. I mean, I okay, so. The 60s, there were, like, the whole, I mean, up until, like, honestly, I don't know, the 90s, it's, like, a lot of times record companies would just take an artist that had a sound, like, record them because it's, like, it was easy to just get their recording, get, like, 12 songs. Well, you wanted to be the guy that discovered the next big thing. Right, 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 right. And they were taking hundreds, Mm -hmm. hundreds of people because just in case that one song got into the right hands yeah it cost yeah, them nothing big. yeah right 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 right. it's like basically they already put the they already put the cost into the studio exactly may as well have a human being come in perform and that's it you know so there's there are probably i wonder in my in my notes i said like 
how many stories, how many Sugarman stories exist. Because I, I bet you there are a lot. Of, so, not not necessarily to that. Not necessarily to, to that, that, like, that he scale. got so famous in another place. Right. But like how many people recorded but a like, fucking dope ass a album. dope. That Dude, just yes. never went anywhere. Yeah. Um, Do you how many how many like how many vinyls are just out there just here, like like waiting to be discovered? This is the moment. This is my if you liked this, watch this. Hundred percent. Could not stop thinking about the documentary. A band called Death is literally about oh. that. It's literally. Oh, cool. It's literally. Is it about the? Is it about death? Not the metal band Death. It's about this oh. this punk all black punk band called Death in the like mid seventies, nineteen seventy four, and they fucking rock. Or yeah, that's who I. Yeah, yeah, that's who I was talking about. Yeah, yeah well, the I mean, band, the, black, the more black. famous Death is the metal band, the death metal band, which I love, also. But um, oh. but no, yeah, 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 no, Death, the punk band. Uh, they put oh, out. Yeah. They put out this. It's very much like Sugar Man, where it's like. They recorded like two little uh, LPs or whatever, or EPs, and uh, they were really, really fucking good and would have been like huge proto-punk icons, especially since they were all black guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. And But it didn't go anywhere, and they blamed it on the the band name being called Death, that the guitarist uh. would like was like going to die on that hill. And they discovered their album, someone like some uh, record collector discovered their album in like 2012 or something and was like holy shit what is the deal with these guys and then they went in and made a documentary about it and oh, it sucks because okay. I'm gonna I'm spoil it just a smidge but like as soon as they made the documentary the guitarist who was like the main former of the band he died like the previous year right oh. right before they and they blew up because yeah. now now i heard their movie in like a fucking I, I heard their song in like a movie the other day dude no that's yeah I've, yeah i remember hearing about death yeah probably like five or six years ago yeah it's a it is it is a very good documentary and it has a similar kind of like lost music preservation type vibe that it's just like what could have happened you know it's interesting because it's the biggest difference obviously is how popular rodriguez was in uh south africa whereas death was just like collecting dust on a shelf and then had they made it big they would have been talked about in the same breath as like the ramones or something yeah, right. Because it's like they were so, like, nobody was making music like that in 1974. You know what I mean? Like, I know. That's what's so crazy. Yeah. Uh, so it's like, yeah, if you like this, watch that. But it's just interesting how how much music out there. Like, go look at Go trifle. That's why every now and again I'll just fucking rifle through records at the fucking DI. And they're mostly shitty old Christmas albums or something. But it's <laughs> yeah. like, who knows? Go through your parents' attic and you might find the fucking some lost band. There's like the old the shit that just didn't happen, you know, because it makes me like yeah. what were we talking about in a previous one about like how many movies out there just don't exist anymore, especially from certain oh, times. Like know. how many pre-war movies just don't exist and like right, uh, just it makes a big point about like you know art preservation in general. Yeah, I mean we yeah, and we haven't like I mean we've been like you know we've been categorizing and like you know. Uh, it's like trying to preserve all sorts of media forever, but it like, it's hard. It's even back, like, especially back in the day when things were like, they could degrade so easily. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, or film, film, just like, that's how come like criterion Giannis films. It's like, they are like killing it. They yeah. Like, they, that shit's you know, important, they bring... man. Cause right. Yeah. These I physical, it. like, it's nice that, Film has basically been the medium that shit's been shot on and projected on for, like, you know, the first, essentially, 100 years of uh, right. the previous century. And 
same goes for like a lot of music has basically been recorded on like I mean it's it's vinyl various vinyl like, and some tape it's like but well but what's wild though is like but like the physical master, the I'm physical always curious mediums about that and yeah the master that would be stuff. that would be really interesting to like look into because it's like masters not everything got a master but but a lot of things could get recorded or am I, I or am I mistaking? I don't that? know. Like, I'm a little like, bit. I thought a master we're was obviously where you could film nerds. First. I know we're film. Yeah. So we yeah, both music are is... also love music, but, but I'm not right, as familiar it's... with the history of music recording as I am yeah. with film recording. Because but... I, because I, what I, my my understanding was <laughs> when they make a master, it's it's a really strong metal engraving that they can mass produce. Right, and so then basically it... it's just like the plate. I think that then the... then it's just like yeah yeah it's it the stencil like the gets pressed with the vinyl or something. But then but then recordings on vinyl where they'd make like a single recording that can be done with just like whatever the fuck it's called a, a micro mugophone or something yeah <laughs> so it's, probably, it's a mugophone you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> yeah um. yeah you know i did my i i wikipedia before i got yeah, on it's uh i don't but know it's probably some grandma gramophone cater well, or something it's a it's a big problem i think because especially not only do we how how are we like since we've moved on and all that shit is like uh antiquated now that it's like how do we preserve like you know old Dude. music and old movies now in the digital age cuz it's like you know mp3s or something it's like that who knows how long then that's going to well, be viable that, like how many and in that's our lifetime degrades. in our lifetime alone how many music yeah. and like video things have we gone through you well know? dude and hard drive hard drives don't the hard drives deteriorate hard they drives can't, are already can't, almost obsolete you, <laughs> you can't load what we're doing right now with our like to archive the internet you literally just have to move it to another newer hard drive mm-hmm. <laughs> or or that will start to degrade and then you have to move it again and it's like it's wild how we're playing catch up with like the new technology that comes out yeah we're playing catch up from things that like a master that was just in steel that like can't ever go bad <laughs> as it's exactly there. that's the you thing. know it's, it's kind like of interesting how that happens but you know it's, but not, it's like, harder to make a master clearly than like when you build a when you build a hard drive and that hard drive can hold you know a, you know a gig and then it's right. like okay you can put like 500 things on there well even like, even the yeah. cloud is on some server somewhere you know what right I mean? right so it's it like, exists as like a literal physical thing that can just degrade it's like wild that yeah it's like it's a fun. fucking, fun uh, fucking fire happens somewhere you know where the servers right. where your fucking shit's held then you know you're fucked because it's yeah. like I well, got we need to get box of dv tapes in my attic and i'm like i, I can't watch those <laughs> like yeah, i can't you go can't, like right. yeah i don't and know they, they like could have gone bad too yeah exactly Honestly, they can just that's like, a whole wild thing they can just get something if they're not yeah they get like the digitized where they like mm-hmm. yeah they just can't play anymore they're like stuck together dude that's oh man that's frightening i need to go wind mine out so they don't get a i know i gotta just I go know, buy yeah. go well, to the pawn shop no, and buy a camera so i can watch them <laughs> yeah you really should well what's crazy is like David, this is a this is a tangent now, folks. Sorry, I know. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> we we kind of this movie. This movie's fantastic. I it don't is. know the music. It's, the it's music's really good. Fine. The, the I'm mu- not a big fan of the, the music, but like, I, I think it's it sounds amazing. I just I, it's not really. I what really I like to, his voice, and uh, yeah, you know, I do think his lyrics are solid and everything. From what I remember seeing on there, and uh, I can definitely see the comparisons to the yeah, like someone like Bob Dylan and like Bob Dylan. with a, like right. a little that, bit more of a recording back though. He's, yeah, like a recording he's really band. like. And he's really like I think he I think he's well he has it's funny he has the recording back but I think he's a lot more stripped down in his lyrics yeah. like where oh, the reason Dylan is like so prolific is well, like it's like poetic he it's, very he's, it's like... poetic and it's like and it's and he's and he 
a kept up and then he just got he got signed and all stuff but it's like he also it's like there he's a little more like frantic in his like yes. writing and i, I like that a yeah. lot Rod- rodriguez but is I, very like it is it's very like subdued kind of straight yeah. to the point you know what i mean it's not like super tons of flowery words like he's very no, just singing right. about but, that, but i i do regular appreciate shit, it. which I, yeah i definitely see no. how that is uh really stood out to a lot of people and really influenced a lot of people uh, of the time, you know, that heard it in South Africa. I keep wanting to say South America. I don't know why. Uh, I think it just comes with it. But uh, it's cool, man. I don't know. This documentary, I think the biggest takeaway for me, not only of the cool story, but, like, all these types of documentaries usually have some kind of tragedy or some kind of crime. And I'm actually really surprised because most documentaries that I think of are like these true crime brutal documentaries or like exposing like a like a horrible fucking whaling or something yeah uh, sure sure but like this documentary yeah like this documentary is just like it has like the mystery and like all that but it's it's positive like the whole thing is positive like i just kind of had a smile on my face all the time and it left with like a good like a good happy end. like I like I said it's a little bittersweet just cuz he's just you know living in obscurity and stuff still but right it's like well yeah it definitely it definitely left me like wondering like it's nice that it has a happy ending and I'm glad that it, you know his he's happy with his life and that's cool but I'm also like he probably would be happy if like he had money too yeah. you know I well, don't, well, I don't think there's making, anyone in the who world was making that making all the money <laughs> that's I know right that's that was my biggest I'm like, thing I'm like, and that's what's funny it's like all the interviews they got I'm like of course, those people are happy because they did. They made something like they're rich. It's not like they're you know they're they're like the record record label producers and yeah. stuff. They're just like they're like yeah I don't know I've worked with a lot of people. <laughs> oh I remember him. He's great. And like they have like they have promotional stuff and they have other like photos of him, which was fascinating. You know, yeah. The person who like produced one of his albums. And I'm like, you know, it's been like 30 years, and I'm like, what is that guy? He's not going to do anything to like. He's like Rodriguez. Yeah, I remember that guy. Cool. It was fun to work with him. That's it. It's like, did, did he? What you know? What else did we do? Did he like? Did he try to reach out to Rodriguez and be like, hey, what do you need? Like, I mean, you know, clearly he didn't. But no. whatever. That's my. That's the cynicism corner. So we're uh, yeah, cynicism. You know, can we make that a regular part of the podcast? Because it, <laughs> yeah. it is already. We usually get it. Well, especially, but for documentaries, that's the other thing is like, I do love the positivity in this. I'm surprised fantastic. it like. It's just like, we could have had even, a little bit Even Enron more. wasn't like as dark, because a lot of the documentaries <laughs> I'm used to are yeah. seem like so heavy. You know that's what I mean? True. Like yeah, seem yeah, yeah. so heavy. And I put a lot on the polls that are like much more like, who, like this, who fucking murdered this child? You know what I mean? And it's like this <laughs> yeah, right. We all know which one you're talking about. There's so, <laughs> that one, there's that so one many. will boil your blood. <laughs> that one will boil your blood. No, yeah. the one you everyone knows the one we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Don't uh, say. It. <laughs> but uh, God, man, it's it's so it's nice. It's right. like I was kind of surprised because I wasn't like the cynical part thought, of me was I like he's gonna were, be dead, you know? And uh huh. Well, I know. I thought they were gonna like find out something that was like, oh yeah, the the they they screwed him hardcore and they took because it's like I don't think that I don't think really anyone made money on him. Period. I mean, people. I think people in South Africa probably did, like yeah. They kept just saying like, they sent away just, the uh, the royalties like, quote. And yeah, then, but then there was the one I, guy who used to own the company, and he was being like super defensive. So I feel like maybe he pocketed a little bit back in the day. Sure, right, right, right. But that's that's the thing. I think I think people who were like who made money off of it probably just made that like their their average, you know, whatever you make, their like industry standard on it. And then that's it. And then I don't think like because he wasn't a huge hit in America, so I don't think there was like yeah a lot of royalties flowing in. Yeah. And I think people in South Africa were making money off of like 
the bootlegs and the and well, the reprints. You hear about did. big I, 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 popular you hear about but, big popular musicians that are huge that still get fucked over. You know what I mean? And he right he was right. just kind of unknown, so it's not surprising that he fell through the cracks like that because even Elvis yeah. got fucked over by his manager and got like a like a shitty cut uh, than he should have got. You know, it's like there's so many artists that just like get fucked over. Either manipulated well, that, or one way. Or yeah, another. and that's the manipulate the contract contracts. That's what's nuts. It's like, and I wonder, I wonder if he see this is where like, what I I loved the documentary. It is super positive, but I am left with like a lot of questions. Where it's like, well, what did he do when he like recorded? I kind of I I don't think we needed it in this documentary per se, but I would have like I kind of want to go in myself now and find out like right because like, hence is it's there more searching about his... for Sugar Man because it's about the like quest for yeah. him. Finding him, but of I. Course. But it does leave you more intrigued of like, who like is if he Sugar if he Man? recorded what if he recorded Sugar Man. Why? He like he did he did photo shoots. He like for the original pressings yeah. of the shit from the sixties and seventies. It's like he did photo shoots. He like did you know he like he he had some part in something. And so I'm curious like like did he just do that and then they were like all right we'll let you know and then like nothing happened you know and he just kept living his life which probably happened. That's most people you know you get like one opportunity and then you do it and then you're like cool this was a fun project and then it's done that's kind of like you know like you and i we've both we've both made like you know film together and like worked in that 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 industry and it is like that where it's like times where you'll work together and you feel like oh my god this is like amazing and then it's like a month and then you're done and then you kind of don't ever unless you're physically working on the product afterwards it's like you don't hear about it until later and then people are like oh yeah do you know this happened and you're like no i didn't know that that's cool <laughs> yeah exactly oh yeah you know so it's no, wild yeah. how the industry i like they didn't get into every it, time i'm like we mean i got the industry movie, is wild. <laughs> like, i know yeah it's like yeah we've done a feature but it's like it's wild because the industry is really interesting it'd be cool to see i wish this i wish this fucking dude this documentarian the freaking uh what is it malik i wish that uh i wish he made Ram- more movies academy award winner rammy right. malik Rammy, yeah, <laughs> but no, yeah, dude. It's like I really wish he made it's more. It's really, he's, it's really well put together and really well. He's like, really paced. positive too. Yeah, he was like, yeah. If you watch the making of, because he's like super genuine and he's so like he's so like patient and just like yeah, 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 good, good, go for it. All right, let's do it. And he's like, oh, you're done. You don't want to go anymore. All right, that's fine. Let's go. Let's go. You know, let's, we're done. And it's like, yeah, just like well, he's, that. He's I not think pushing people. He had it. He had it kind of easy because all the hard digging had already been done for him <laughs> that's true and so i, I mean, mean he like, did he did a lot of work but yes i was like I'm totally here's he this just came here's this just really cool story. story that yeah. was like uncovered of this thing but i gotta go and i gotta get the whole picture i gotta go interview everyone yeah. get the archives like it's not easy work but like it's no right, uh, right, right. but it's like you know to go in and try and get the whole picture which i feel like other than like we mentioned the few bits we wish we knew more about i'm sure right. they know about but we don't need we don't need to know every little thing, you know what I mean? No, and I don't I don't feel like I'm missing out yeah. on anything in the movie like that. Like I there's like just, oh, I didn't just think, enough there's injustice, just you know, that I'm just like leaving just right. enough. Right. Well, you have to have a little conflict, right? You know. So yeah. Um. But, so anyway, I got anyways. I got I got one Reddit. You ready for that? Oh, sweet dude. I'm jumping. Do you I'm have it up, or do you it. want me to do you want me to money minute? Or you got? Oh, uh, just do I got it. it, and then you're gonna money minute while I do Travis's. Do Travis? Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. So um. Clones of People 2 says, I know of Rodriguez's music and I was uh, aware of the documentary, but I had not seen it until now. This is a wonderful story and the documentary is really engaging in showing us how the story unfolds from the myth to the mystery and to finally the man. It was amazing to see how humble Rodriguez is when he finds out that he is a cultural icon halfway across the world 
and I think I was a great choice to not actually show him until the final act of the film. I really liked the style of documentary, and I felt that this was uh, unusual in being a feel-good piece. I find that this style often lends itself to more shocking WTF narratives, but in this case, while the story is unbelievable, it is presented in a very optimistic way rather than focusing on the sadness of lost potential or missed opportunities. Uh, if, my teach if I was teaching a class on a documentary, I would show this. My favorite one of the month so far. Uh, thank oh, you. Oh, nice. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent agree. Like, I'm glad they chose, and and that's kind of been the theme with like was, we talked about it with Paris is Burning a little bit too. Like, I'm glad they chose the uplifting ones. Like, I'm <laughs> I like I like a good gritty documentary that's like, like yeah. for example, had um the other documentary had a Paradise Lost one. That one is that the one? That's not the one you were talking about. Is it? I can't. Had Paradise Lost one? No, it literally no. opened. I don't know Paradise Lost. It literally opens. It's about the West Memphis Three. It's uh, the, uh, these okay. kid during the Satanic Panic. These like three kids got wrongly yeah. accused of murdering these other younger kids. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. It, the documentary literally opens with real footage, and it's fucking harrowing of them pulling the real life bodies out of the swamp. Oh. Um, and I'm like, oh, and, yeah. and that documentary is heavy, man. And so I'm kind of glad. That that I watched searching because I've seen that one and I was ready to watch it again. I kind of wanted to, but I'm glad I was pleasantly surprised with the, the <laughs> optimism it, yeah. of searching yeah. for Sugar Man. I watched it like 5 a.m. too because my son woke up super early, and uh, <laughs> I was like, "Man, if I had to watch <laughs> Paradise <laughs> Lost or something, yeah, uh, then you." <laughs> so I, I no, I, I agree. I was. Really I guess we have that. we have skirted around heavy ones, but it is interesting. Uh, uh, Enron opened started its movie its hook with a suicide and then didn't fall i think that's why it's like yeah it's fucking weird. it's like stupid that they did that god i hated it go so listen much. it's fine Enron go sucked. Listen. it's uh, fine it's okay and then i <laughs> know we're not having this conversation go again. listen so, to the Enron. go listen it listen Enron. to the documentary you don't need to watch the movie just listen to our podcast instead. <sighs> really, really though <laughs> yeah, yeah, it yeah. really it really does so uh but anyways this and this one this one starts with like this starts with like the mythos of a of a suicide, and then, well, I like yeah, the Sugar really Man like... song. It's got kind of a good like. It does feel like a seventies like, um, you know, like I do feel like it would be played in Vietnam. Well, had yeah, totally. Had yeah. we, you know, had it been more famous, you know, that kind of thing, like one of those like like Sugar Man, you know. Well, the fact that I'm like surprised, like Chet doesn't know about this guy, dude. The whole time I was watching this, I was like, oh, this is like that's it. right up. That Chet, is dude. that is. Well, how could he? Yeah, he's not from South Africa, man. That's true. No, um, dog. But he, well, but then like, I guess yeah. It's which is funny because I'm like, he never really got like that much commercial success here after the fact. But I, but I uh, love. Go look that on he Spotify. Got, like, his, he's got like millions of listens now. Because I right. went after the and movie, awesome. I was like, I pulled up on Spotify. Yeah, I was listening to it on YouTube, and it has you know thousands of comments, and like, yeah, people are like, yeah, listening to it a lot, and That's, I'm like, I think it's like, really like, great with this cool. documentary. I, I think. No. That that was the important part about this documentary, I think, is like the story happened and he got the recognition from the people in South Africa and he had the recognition of like, oh, okay, my music did make an impact uh, right. and a pretty big impact in this part of the world. But the, do the importance of the documentary was shining a light on it worldwide, internationally. So now everyone who – because it won Best Picture at the Academy Awards that year. Or not, right. you know, best documentary feature. Best documentary, um, right, right, right. But it's like that obviously shined a light. The documentary obviously shined even more of a light. And it's like, no, he, you know, even in his old that, age, so just, that's what he probably I'm happy did. that I'm happy that he didn't, like, 
I mean, he, you know, I, I think how he lives is, is totally fine. And oh, I, yeah. you know, I'm glad that he was happy well, and I'm just, they it's say nice he gives that he all didn't his get money like, to his, up. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Cause he might've. Yeah. But he gives it, he says that like even the money he gets, like he doesn't keep it. He gives it to his family and his grandkids and shit. And it's like, yeah. Right. It's like, may yeah, as well. Cause he is, like, he is a humble like, old 80 yeah. year old man that just walks around Detroit like a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, lives uh, in an old, de- like, right. decrepit part of town. Uh, you, uh, you, you find. Oh yeah. What's give us, Travis's, give us what you got for money this, minutes. And, I know. Well, I don't got they're much. Hard. <laughs> it's hard, man. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. No, it like, there literally is no information on the the most information I have on how much production cost for this movie was the all the eight millimeter stuff that they shot was shot on they shot it on actual Super Eight, but they only had enough for like for like fifteen minutes of Super Eight, and so they shot it on an iPhone and they paid like five bucks I for heard an about app that. they finished for it. the eight millimeter app on an iPhone to finish it. So that's the most, that's the most budget I have is like five bucks. So I have no <laughs> idea. This, like they never, no one talked about it, but it, but it was made, it was made for, I'm sure, I'm sure a hundred thousand max. Like I, I, max? I doubt it. Cause it's no. Cause yeah, dude, I'm thinking like, I'm thinking a hundred, hundred thousand max. If not, I mean, I think I'm, I'm guessing like $5,000 or something. You know, it's like, I, I would no, imagine there's like, no way they definitely made it for more. They built an entire set for the opening title sequence. Um, uh, I mean, it was just like, like they, a miniature. They didn't it build. Was, it was like a miniature set thing. It might. Oh, been, I don't know. Oh, they might read, not have built it. That... It might have been a museum or something because it was like a piece that it was going across like a landscape of Detroit. Uh, right, right, like right. All the yeah. spires that, that was... were built. Right, right, right. Yeah. Oh, that. Like, I think I'm pretty sure that was all done on like paper craft, like, and Good. then edited. Yeah. Like on a on a like a animation app because he like. They talk about how he did all the animation himself. Oh, really? And it was, yeah. And it was oh. all just like, it was all done like yeah, maybe. on, yeah, on did paper it, uh, drawn. Did it make but any then, yeah. good money? Did it make money? It made, I mean, it had it, to have. It said, it said, I mean, box office, I don't know, I don't know now afterwards, but box office was like 9.2 million, so. That's, that's great. That's, <laughs> like, that's, yeah. No, that's, that's for very a good. documentary? For like, like, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Is, it won Best Feature, but. They, and what, so, man, what's hard about this Money Minute is you don't know he worked on it three years before before a studio basically a studio took it from him and helped him clean it up and really got so those man hours behind it that i don't know you know i don't know that's true and like because the same the same production company that did man on wire oh okay cool so the man on wire they came and that's why i feel like i feel like it seems super professional yeah yeah i saw when it came out yeah same and so I feel like that's why this seems slick and really well put together. Because he came with like the rough idea and like a lot of the legwork well, done. How a much, lot of footage. Who knows how much money was spent so. campaigning for the Oscar? You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, that. So that and and that isn't. But, yeah, you don't really put that like into I distribution know. and stuff into into production necessarily. But anyways, I don't really have a solid number. This is kind of one of the times where I couldn't really find. Hey, still nine, any, mil, any, nine, even nine like million a, bucks but, though. They definitely that's its box office. I just hope that Rodriguez got a little yeah. bit of it. <laughs> Something. I mean, well, dude, no, he, you know, what's cool though is when he had his Sundance funny. They just run. Fucked him over. They took his music and well, no, played it through the whole thing. He, uh, yeah, that would be amazing. But no, he, um, he, he went on tour with them. So he went to, he went oh, to a cool. bunch of venues like, where the movie, the movie was playing, and, and he would come out and he would play a concert after. That's awesome. So it's like, you know, he'd play like a little show. Yeah, he'd do like an acoustic set. So that is it's amazing. pretty fun. Yeah, I yeah. Like I was that. like, I was like, 
I was like, hey, he he was definitely involved. That's what's that that makes me feel good. That is you know? that is nice. It's like he's got that in his life. So, uh, yeah. all right, I got Travis's voicemail <laughs> for you. All right, let's do it. Hey guys, searching for Sugar Man is an inspirational tale that brings home the notion that we don't know how our actions will affect others. The newspaper article in the documentary sums up best: American Zero, South African Hero. How a virtually unknown musician from Detroit could contribute to the downfall of apartheid is amazing. And through it all, he was as humble as can be. Now with the impact of social media, a person like Rodriguez couldn't fall off the map and would be easy to find, thus making this story the last of its kind, I believe. Plus, in one scene, he was rocking a Seattle's own Easy Street Records t-shirt, if he wasn't cool enough already. So my question for you guys is, were there any verses or any words he spoke that stood out to you? For me, it was his song, All Slip Away, playing towards the end of the movie. The song goes, and you can keep your symbols of success, then I'll pursue my own happiness. And you can keep your clocks and routines, then I'll go mend all my shattered dreams. Thanks, guys. That's nice. Thank you. Nice, dude. Thanks, that, Travis. That is yeah, a good he, point. I'm, I'm glad that like you. I'm, I, yeah. It's like I'm glad that you were really, like, moved by his music. You, I, you I, fucking I do think it's like Seattle butts over there. I know. About yeah. Seattle. Yeah. That was yeah. That was funny. Like I didn't I didn't notice the T-shirt. So nice nice catch, Travis. I know. We're, it's like we do a podcast on it, and I'm like I don't even remember any of the lyrics. I don't, I don't remember any of the. Lyrics, I remember dude, so my bad. favorite lyric is uh, I wonder how many times you've had sex. That's, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's like it's. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He cuts right through. You think Bob Dylan is writing lyrics about how many? I wonder how many times you fucking sucked it. It's like no, this uh, Rodriguez. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> probably now. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, thanks, man. I, I think that's a good point. I, uh, I was saying to Mary, I was trying to because she didn't watch it with me, obviously, but I was trying to tell her about it. I'm like, this. Yeah, in this day and age, this would never happen uh, because it's like of the internet. It's like well, this I couldn't just, happen no, with the internet. I brought up I brought up this though. I so before I knew when I was watching this documentary, Victoria was around and uh before I knew that like oh, he was he got discovered in 98 and I thought this was like present. I thought like oh, in like the the oh, you know, 2009 to 2012. Right. They were just this was all kind of I originally new. thought and that too, yeah. I was like so as I was watching this, my my first my first instinct was like this guy exists. It's so wild to be like, he recorded, he has all this like merchandise that exists. How do you like, how can you not find him? How can you not like find who he, it just seems like he's not that much of an enigma, but then, but then as it went like into it more, I was like, Oh, he actually did. Like he did have some fame. And then this is, this is what's going to, so it's going to trip you up, dude. Did you know that he actually went on tour in the, in the seventies and eighties? So he like actually went to Australia and he was really big there. Oh really? And so hmm. yeah, so a lot of people a lot of people criticize this documentary as not as not like giving him a little bit of his credit. A little bit more that he actually that yeah. he actually did yeah, he actually did have like Yeah, see, because I would have guessed like oh he played a local super tour success, but... in like the region playing bars and shit, you know? Right, right. Which he did which he did a lot of as as a young person not getting paid anything you're probably getting paid in beer or whatever right fuck, being know? a probably paid in, in the early 70s because it's right, like it, the right. first scene of the movie they're talking about 
going to see him in the smoky bar and he uh and yeah. i think that uh, that's a really good part that, honestly. i love that yeah that's such a good he's part. playing with his back to the audience and that really i think says yeah. a lot about his character right uh, totally you know? yeah and and same with that line that travis was just saying about you know it's like you know take your take your fame and all that you know i'm gonna live a happy life it's like yeah, yeah. so that's why i'm like i don't think he would do it now it goes back to like even he's got he's got songs that he does just for the love of it man just for just right. being an artist can't stop being an artist but uh, you know, it's like he's not trying to fucking record records anymore. He need, dude, he needs a he needs a band camp. I want to have a band camp, then we can go pay him money. I know. Uh, anyway, what, what was your what was your favorite part? The whole thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's like it, uh, it's definitely the part when he finally goes on stage the first time. That was nice. Oh, there's so many. That's parts. mine. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. I, I. It's my just so favorite, satisfying my... to see the audience be like, yeah. right. Well, no, and that, yeah, that's that's cool. That makes I me expected good, him to like, cry. Like was I was gonna it. have that moment. I was getting choked up because I'm a fucking yeah. baby back bitch now. But <laughs> I was getting choked <laughs> but, uh, up. But he was just like, "What's up? Yeah. Let's play." You know, <laughs> yeah. like he just just gets to it, man. He's right. like he is. He is. He's born to do it. He's, he's got that charisma. Yeah. yeah. My my favorite part is when they first interview him. And he's just like he's like, uh, you know, he opens the window and it's like he's just like a grandpa and he's like he's got and sunglasses he's like, on and like, yeah. yeah. Well, and he's he's like, what should I? He's like, what should I be doing? Should I have like a glass of water? Oh, yeah, or yeah. Like, like so, I love that how he's just like, what should I do with my hands? Like, what do I do? I know, right? <laughs> what do I like? What you know? Like he's he just he's so he's so modest and he's so like cool and everything he does. It's like it, even when he's being bashful, it's like you're kind of like, ah, oh, dude, you're kind of cool, man. And I, dude, he. His wardrobe is chill. hot fire, dude. Yeah. Hot fire, he's, dude. It's so cool. Because that's the thing. He's like super chill of like the yeah. kind of hippie mentality, but with <laughs> that right. wasn't corrupted. But he's also kind of a badass in in his way. Like not like yeah. he's not like yeah, bro. But he's like it's just you know it is what it is. But he's got like his leather and like he's just all black pretty much a lot of the time. You know. Yeah. He kind of uh, yeah. He's got a lot of that like like his big kind of rock and nineties flowing shirt it, though in those scenes. I like that. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Well, I love his like he does have like this like like rock and roll attitude, he but does. then he play, but then he plays kind of like like old country, like old folk. Well, it <laughs> sounds like, that way, yeah, but, but like a lot of the lyrics it, are oh, are for yeah, the time totally. very rock and, rock roll, and roll, very like right, of course, you know, yeah. rebel anti-establishment. When I think you know? I think it's like it's you, learning to play an acoustic guitar was a very popular thing and still is to this day. And it's like you know back then it's like he had access to an acoustic, so he probably just played. Used what he had, but he wrote his lyrics for like his truth, man. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's great. Uh, anyway, if uh, you just go watch I, this my, movie, it's a good time. Mine was like, uh, if you like this, watch Inside Lou and Davis. <laughs> but that's that that's more so that's more depressing. But it's, but it's so really good. good. It's, it's a really good I feel movie. Like it's a pretty it totally underlooked like, Cohen Bros. Well, movie, it yeah. kind of it kind of gives me it, the reason I say it is because it's like that's kind of what that's kind of the tragic end of what this story could have been. You know, almost should have been where it's like this dude who's just like the has no success, but, artist, is, yeah. but is a struggling artist with like trying to tell his story. But it's like, yeah, it's the, the struggle is pretty cool there. So yeah. that would be that. That's, that's my. That's like a good recommendation. God, I want to. Re- yeah. I kind of want to rewatch that movie. I know. I know. I need to watch. I watched it, again, it without man. Mary, and I feel like she'd like it. And so um, I'm gonna make yeah. her watch it. Maybe we'll do a Cohen Brothers thing or something. Even though that. Oh one, yeah, be that fun. one won't get picked. So we, <laughs> we should do a. We should just do a bonus episode on a dot later in we life. We keep saying that. We, we were gonna do a bonus episode we're, tonight, and we're not doing we're, that. We might. We might do a bonus episode. We Anyways, were, we were gonna do Last of Us. Anyway. <sighs> Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> that's dead. what. No, I. Okay, we might do a ramble, everybody, but let's stay on anyway, pins and anyway, needles. You documentaries, 
that's go watch Searching for Sugar Man is really good. Uh, we the, have the, we have one more one more left. the documentary we're yep. watching next week. I'm actually really excited to watch this one is Hordorowski's Dune one. I'm I've seen it. Oh, and I'm, I'm not. I'm, exci- not I'm excited to watch it again. I'm just kind of sad because I I saw it like maybe yeah five or six years ago, and I haven't seen any of the other documentaries posted. So I was like, ah, the one I've seen got picked. That's but always, I love it. That's I, always how it goes. Hodorowski's Hodorowski's such a cool. Hodorowski is basically Rodriguez in the film. Like he's a really big you know filmmaker and people respect him but he's kind of lost to like he had no like huge success no that's like commercial true. that's fame. another one yeah but yeah uh, anyway, i know i voted for my uh my best fiend because i like uh or obviously weren't a dog but i know i got a weird i want to know more about klaus kinski man that guy yeah dude something about him man something about him but uh <laughs> there's just too many documentaries like i just feel like yeah. i was literally like there's i was looking up i'm like there's just so many and so many i want to watch so right. I'm glad we did it this month. It is harder to talk about sometimes, uh, but it is a kind of a palate cleanser for me, and I, 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 yeah. I, I, I think that's kind of why I wanted to do it. And I'm glad we did. I'm, ex- I'm excited for this next one. I'm, I'm excited. I, I, I didn't know you. I didn't know you'd seen there. it. I, I thought that was one because you don't, you don't watch any movies, you know. Like, yeah, <laughs> I know. I've never, I've never I thought, seen a movie. I thought before. David was trying to get us to watch it. And we're like, yeah, yeah, I want to, but I haven't. <laughs> Which is that's me. I haven't watched it yet. So anyway, uh, next week. Wodorowski's Dune. Check it out. Uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Sure appreciate you. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to record this on some type of physical medium so I can save it from getting lost I, in obscurity. Dude. Yeah, or we'll just keep going. I'll just keep putting, I'll put it on like eight different hard drives every year. Can I'll just put it on a new hard drive. <laughs> but uh, I'm just going to physically print the transcript and just not keep it in my attic. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's pretty fucking sick, dude. That's cool, but even then, you have to you have to transfer it onto hey, like I you can have to barely it onto, like, keep up with uh, this. Microfiche. I'm, I'm so lazy. You had yeah, so yeah, just but, like scatterbrain, man. Can you imagine me trying to do a project like that? But anyway. for this for this movie, I we talked about archiving. We needed to get fucking uh, Daryl on this, dude. <laughs> yeah, bud. <laughs> I know. Why didn't we do that, man? We're, we're fools. Uh, All right. Anyway, go, uh, up, go, go to the Reddit. Patreon. Go to the Patreon. I, I changed I changed the Patreon up a little bit, so oh, okay, cool. Uh, things are yeah, things are updated. You can go check it out. Get a. Uh, Get all the the goodies, uh, sticker of the month club, and all that. Yeah, bud. Uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, go on the Reddit so you can actually get in our conversation and come talk about the movies. Vote on what we're watching. I don't know what we're doing next month, but stay tuned. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.